Welcome to episode 60 of KapowCast. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I am joined today by Jeff Jefferson from Flask Action Heroes. Hey, guys. And our dear friend Eric. Hello. He's playing the part of Tony today. Is that who I am? Yes. This time? We're going to call you Tony. Today we are going to be discussing a movie that I'm finally glad I sat down to watch. Or am I? Sin City, A Dame to Kill For. It was Ooh. on Netflix, and we had like an hour and a half to kill, so mm-hmm. we figured... But it was two hours long, so joke's on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like an hour and 40 minutes. You know what? Let's take. just meet in the middle and say it was three hours long. <laughs> <laughs> Seems fair. Um, so get ready for our thoughts on that. I'm sure it's going to be very entertaining. I just realized I didn't open my drink before we started. Do it. So hang on, hang on, on, hang on, hang on. Ah. Ah, oh, it's too loud. <laughs> uh, but before we uh, discuss the normal uh, topic of the show, as always, we're going to talk about news and sad news. The best kind. Yeah. <laughs> the, the best kind of news, sad news. <laughs> C. Martin Crocker, yes, uh, the voice of Zorak, Moltar on Space Coast, Coast to Coast, had a good hand in the early days of uh, Adult Swim. A lot of things. It was um, his idea to be the... Have Zorak and Moltar be the co-hosts for Space Ghost Coast to Coast. He was the original voice of Zorak. He was the first voice of the uh, first host of Toonami, um, which was, uh, well, it was pretty groundbreaking. He played the voice of Moltar, who was the original host. And he did a lot of animation for uh, Adult Swim and William Street. He did uh, all the bumps originally for uh, Adult Swim. I didn't realize he had such a profound knowledge of this individual's career. I read an article the day after he died. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So I'm an expert. But it was like, uh, they said it was very sudden out of nowhere. Um, well, he was only 50. That is, wow. That, wow. Yep. That's really young. How I mean, like, I, I was, huh? I said, how did he die? They, uh, uh, they haven't revealed it, but I think he got his head eaten by a potential mate. Oh. He was a mantis after all. That's how, the, that's how they work. Um, Space Ghost Coast to Coast was one of those first things I saw in Adult Swim. Yep. And it was one of the things that, like, I just thought was the most hilarious thing ever. It was, uh, it had an extremely formative effect on uh, my sense of humor. Like, uh, that, uh, Ren and Stimpy were, like, <laughs> the two biggest influences in my sense of humor growing up. Well, because wasn't, there was kind of two versions. There was Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Oh, and uh, Cartoon Planet. And Cartoon Planet. version. Yeah, which had, like, Brack on it. Was Cart, was Brett... Breck was on Cartoon Planet, right? Not. Yep. Okay. I mean, well, he, I, I he completely was... missed all that. Yeah. Um. We didn't have uh, we didn't have Cartoon Network growing up, so I'd have to like go over to my cousins all the time. Like, hey, let's go hang out, and we just watch like Cartoon Network all the time, and pray that Cartoon Planet and Space Ghost Coast to Coast would come on. One of my I don't remember if it was Cartoon Planet or if it was Space Ghost Coast to Coast, but the first thing I think of whenever I think of Space Ghost Coast to Coast is there's an episode. Where Space Ghost smelt a fart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, Zorak, <laughs> did you make a fluffy? <laughs> That's always like one of the first things I think of. And then also, the, uh, I think we watched it this past Christmas. We may have watched it. The oh, yeah. Space Ghost Christmas special. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> the song they sang at the end. Yes, which is just. Hi, my name is Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just like. Television gold right oh, there. Oh, yeah. Like, it doesn't get any better than that. Well, I mean, that was, like, the birth of the... Pretty much the birth of Adult Swim, because William Street sprang from there. That was their, you know, big launching board. And, I mean, 
I used to love Adult Swim, like, in the early days when it had, like, that. Um, Venture Brothers was starting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, home Movies. And they also showed, like, old reruns of, like, Mission Hill. Oh, uh, oh the yeah. Oblongs. Love, love Mission Hill. I used to, you know, I didn't give Oblongs a chance until years later, actually. It's actually pretty Yeah, me funny. either. I enjoyed it. Um, just great shows. And, I, I mean, if you, ever, if you watch the shit that's on there now, I mean, I'm going to sound miss, like but a kind lot of an old man now. <laughs> But I, I'm not a fan of really anything um, they got going on these I don't, days. I don't really like their live action. Like, after they started doing all live, a lot of live action shows, like, I've never been a Tim and Eric fan. I know I argue I hate with, Tim and Eric. I've, I argue with people <laughs> all the time about that. I don't know if it's, like, a generation gap thing. I or, think it is. Because I know people, like, that are, you know, four or five years younger. Mm-hmm. Especially when we worked at the theater, it was all kinds of different age demographics. But like people that thought that that show was just fucking hilarious. Oh, that was gold. I was just and I was just like, this is stupid. It's just being weird for the sake of being weird. <laughs> yeah. Like making a noise in the camera for five minutes isn't funny. No, I agree. Like them like spinning up like cocktail sauce for five minutes. And yeah. And stuff. It's just, like, oh, it's just disgusting. <laughs> Back in my day, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, kudos well, to you, them. You hold a show like that up to a show like the early seasons of Venture Brothers. Yeah. Which that just looks like... It takes a lot of writing and, uh, you know, the ability to draw, you know... There was, like, artistic years between... There is still, to this day, there's still, like, years between seasons of Venture Mm -hmm. Brothers because the creators are... Lazy. They they said they're lazy, (laughs) and they want to try to make it as good as possible. Granted, the show is kind of not what it used to be. Yeah, I kind of... Stopped watching the I, like, third season in. I fell off probably around season four. Is well, it that, still going? Yeah. yeah oh, they they just had their fifth season. or sixth season, yeah. Nobody nobody realized, though. <laughs> well, because they started, like, changing, like, I know I know what they were trying to do. They were trying to... Well, they tried to make it serious, which, uh, I they, mean, like... They, they had, like, serious undertones, but they also tried to, like, change the characters, like, change Hank and Dean. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what made them great is the way they, way they were... And then they like try, started to age them up and change them a little bit more, and it just nobody lost was that something. interested. Yeah, yeah. And then we also when they they lost Brock, mm-hmm. uh, the voice actor that did him, who was probably everyone's favorite character. Yeah, I mean it was mine. Mm-hmm. But I mean, um, they're all they're a good show still on uh, Adult Swim. What are some point them out to me because I would like to. I have no Mike, idea what their lineup is. Mike anymore. Tyson mysteries. I. Really Really enjoy. That's is that a, the one where it's like, uh, like a Scooby Doo yep. type thing, but with it's Mike like, Tyson? It's such a classic Adult Swim formula where it's a parody of an old Hanna Barbera concept. What brought him to the table? Yeah, really? Huh? What brought Adult Swim to the table? Yeah, what made exactly. them famous? Oh, exactly. Like yeah, you know, like C Lab twenty twenty one. Oh, I forgot oh, about yeah. C Lab. Yeah, and uh, it's just i mean it's actually mike tyson to my knowledge i know they have him at the beginning and end of every episode so i'm pretty sure it's him voice acting and it sounds just like him <laughs> it's really just ridiculous off the wall silly and uh, i enjoy it thoroughly um i, I mean watch it, that. there Miss, was mr pickles mr pickles is another good show it's about an evil satanic dog who uh you'd enjoy it eric i think you'd like it <laughs> i have never even heard of that one is uh is metalocalypse still on um no they're trying i don't know what's going on with them but uh they went into like some sort of weird funding limbo or just like they went into different projects i know they had two seasons metalocalypse i really enjoyed um but yeah i i would say there's still good shows going on on there every once in a while? Yeah, exactly. You just got to keep your eyes out. For every uh, uh, Tim and Eric and uh, 
Robot oh, chicken. I could tell you, like, yeah, <laughs> robot chicken, like fat guy and internet and like all these other god awful live action shows they made. And then they made stuff like Too Many Cooks, which was really a dividing line with people. <laughs> I actually like Too Many Cooks, but a lot of people didn't. <laughs> I don't even want to get on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was amazing when I first saw it. But I mean, that was like a one shot. Yeah, the phenomenon. Fr- well, I know exactly. Flash in a pan. Um, one of my favorite shows on there that I didn't really get into until later was a. Squidbillies. Oh, you know, it's that funny. I thought amazing. it was stupid when it first started. Uh-huh. And then I tried watching it. I was like, it. oh, yeah, it is stupid, but that's, it's, it's that's amazing. <laughs> and it got me into, like, the Unknown Henson. He's actually yeah. a hilarious guy. <laughs> he is. I actually heard his music before Squidbillies was was around. Wow. Some, like, weird uh, music video he made. I have not watched Squidbillies. I'm one of those people that still, I couldn't get past the overall stupidity of it. Uh, it's amazing. So I just, it's good. Their episode about... Uh, Racism was probably my favorite. Well, there was, um, and also, I mean, one of the first shows that also really got me on board with it was all uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. The first, what, three? Yeah, three seasons I really, really liked. That's that's kind of the uh, tail of the tape with uh, Adult Swim Show. Well, the first couple of seasons I really liked, and then they just kind of got stupid. Uh, yeah. Got <laughs> then they ran out of ideas. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> um, but clearly he, uh, Going back to their main topic, <laughs> clearly he had a, a great influence on that whole revolution. Yeah, that Adult Swim had because I mean you don't like you didn't really see adult themed comedic cartoons that often before Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Now you can like throw a rock and hit one. Oh, it's, yeah. There's so many. I mean, whether it be like your Family Guys or uh, you know Venture Brothers and everything else that's on right now. It's all good stuff. Hell yeah. Well, not all of it's good. No, no, no. A lot of it's terrible. There's a lot of shit. (laughs) It's kind of, uh, you're kind of But once again, I think it might. You're gold panning, like you're (laughs) sifting around. Like, oh, this one's good. I think it, like you said, I think a lot of it is like a generational uh, thing. Because I don't know if you showed somebody Venture Brothers or C-Lab that's, you know, 40s, 50s, if they would find mm-hmm. it as amusing as we find it, they might just look at it and be like, that's stupid. <laughs> Goddamn kids. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my parents did like Ren and Stimpy. My uncle liked oh. Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> they made me stop watching when they had the wrestling episode where Ren bit that giant blister on the toe. The one, <laughs> I think it was either Lump or Loaf. I'm like, okay, we're never watching this again. <laughs> um, hey, Jeff. Yes. I got some bad news for you. Oh, no. Well, I don't Zorak know. died. <laughs> oh, no. We should probably nope. talk about how great his influence was. <laughs> but it is about a death. Oh. Uh, in uh, Suicide Squad, DC Rebirth, uh-huh. they killed off a member of the Suicide Squad. So was it Enchantress? No. Oh, but God. So mute your, your, your podcast right now, if you dare. Because, <laughs> um, spoiler alert, but uh, they killed off Captain Boomerang. What? Yeah. Oh, man. General Zod eviscerated him. <laughs> he shot him with his eye beams, and he disintegrated. All that was left was his boots. Oh, man. <laughs> Why just the boots? <laughs> what are those boots made of? Uh, Teflon? I don't know. Well, somebody said that. I had read somebody said, like, well, that's an easy out now. If, if they decide to bring him back, they can say that he was just like teleported into some other dimension. Yeah, I'll take him at least But he just doesn't have back. any boots. <laughs> He's running oh, around barefoot. My feet are so cold. Um, and they've, uh, General Zod is now part of the Suicide Squad. All right. So they're gearing up because this coming November, December, they're doing their big crossover, well, 
crossover. Uh-huh. Uh, Justice League versus Suicide Squad. I feel like the Justice League will win. Probably. I feel like that this might be slightly motivated by the films. No. <laughs> what? How dare you? I still I haven't just, seen that. Just a thought. And then I've also been reading something about just saying Batman's going to be putting together his own Justice League. I don't know what that's about, but it makes my head hurt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you looking at? Uh, a Scream Queens post on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to see that you're here in the moment. It's panoramic. It got really. It was enticing. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a really good show. <laughs> so. Uh, Farewell to the voice of Zorak and to Captain Boomerang. Yep. For you will be missed. I think one of them will be back. I'm pretty sure both of them will be back. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. They faked his death. <laughs> then we're on to a zombie apocalypse. Yep. Um, so let's talk about Sin City. Nah. Two. Oh, okay. A Dame to Kill For. A movie that was in developmental hell for like... Twelve, yeah, how long fifteen was years yeah. at least. Well, when did Sin City come out? Like uh, the mid two thousand five. Yeah, I want to say four or so, five. Yeah, it was about ten years <laughs> of developmental hell. Yeah, seriously, it was supposed to come out right afterward. Yeah, and they're like, oh wait, we got to make more Spy Kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shark Boy and Lava Girl yeah. ain't gonna write itself. <laughs> and, Commercially, the movie was not a success, and I don't really think it. I don't think it was a success critically. Six point um, five on IMDb, if I recall correctly. Really? So that's a D. What about on the old uh, Rotten Tomatoes? They got tomato meter. Ten. Ten point five out of eight. You're just, <laughs> you're just making numbers up, aren't you? Eight point five people believe that you're lying right now. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I know that by the time it came out for me, I, I kind of lost interest yeah, in oh, yeah, I mean, seeing it. That's why we just now saw it. <laughs> I uh, saw it in theaters. I was like, well, why not? It could be good. 43%, by the way. Yikes. And 44% of audiences liked it. So this is one where the critics and the audience were actually in complete agreement wow. on. I didn't think it was hmm. that bad. No. Um, if I'd like, well, I'll go ahead and say it. Like, if I hadn't seen the first one, this movie, this movie would have, uh, I would have liked it way better. Like, I would have been like, hey, yeah. this movie was really fun. The guy yeah. popped his head like a grape. And, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> I think what a lot of it was. Those lips are weird. <laughs> I think what a lot of it was is we. a lot of it was we'd already seen it before. It's basically like watching Jaws the Revenge or something. Like, like <laughs> I've, wait, what? <laughs> That's like the fourth Because Jaws of Mickey movie. Rourke's lips, he's talking like Jaws. <laughs> um, well, like a lot of the special effects and the visuals they use, we've already seen. We saw in the first and scene, a lot of which the tropes made, and stuff, yeah. And yeah, even the lines and gags. Yeah, it wasn't which, new. Like uh, Mickey Rourke popping pills like crazy. Like, uh huh. If you forget your medicine, it was like it was really self-referential. Yeah, which, which I don't. I like know that if I had seen it and I hadn't seen the first one, which why would you do that? <laughs> but if I hadn't seen the first one, I really would have been fucking lost. <laughs> like it's a movie you. I think you absolutely have to see the first one. To kind of understand what's going to on. To be fair, we were lost watching the first one, too. I know a few people that were. It was, well, I mean, it was, a, it, you know, it was like four separate stories. It was really jarring in, a, in its uh, scene transition. 
And you're like, why does this guy have superpowers? Why does this, <laughs> why does this person look like well, that? Why is this man yellow? <laughs> and I feel like the, the stories in the first one were a little bit more evenly divided. Oh, yeah, I agree. Like, uh, you could tell they were just like, what do we got left out of the stories that we cherry-picked from the uh, Sin City universe? But in this, yeah. yeah, in this one, like, the, the main story, the Dame to Kill for, uh, it seems so long. It was, yeah. it was over half of the movie. Yeah, and then by the time you watch, you're like... You thought it was the end, and you were like, you literally said, oh, there's a half an hour left. <laughs> <laughs> Those were exact words. Um, which I think we said it before when we did our Sin City show. It's a surprise that the movie wasn't the success it was and didn't get the reviews because the cast was Stellar. good. Yeah, really like good. Like, it had a lot of good ca- Like, even though half the cast didn't, from the original didn't come back and the other half was dead. Dude, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they were really dead. And the rest were doing commercials for Allstate. <laughs> Well he, well, he he was there. He was there. Oh, yeah, that's right. That, yeah. By the way, guys, I'm actually an actor. I'm not just a commercial <laughs> spokesman. <laughs> but you had, like, Josh Brolin, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Of course, Jessica Alba came back. Bruce Willis has cameos. Mickey Rourke's in it. Um, Allstate Powers guy, yeah. Booth. Allstate guy. I can't think of his name right now. Does All- anybody know his, his name? His name is Allstate. Um, Dr. Allstate. <laughs> Dr. Allstate. It's actually a pretty cool name. <laughs> and then there's also little parts but with... Uh, oh, Ava Green. She's a TV actress. Christopher she, Lloyd. Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd had a beautiful <laughs> he part was amazing. in it. I wanted more of his character. A popsicle stick to kill for. <laughs> <laughs> he plays like kind of a drugged up Stamp. doctor. and <laughs> yeah. 40 bucks is what you got. 40 bucks worth is what you got. <laughs> Which is just removing the bullet. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we dive into like each story individually a little bit, or yeah, do we want to do that? Well, uh, I mean, we're gonna go through it all anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So uh, the one story uh, with Joseph Gordon-Levitt is he has really good luck. Yes, he is a wizard. So you're saying that character was made up for the movie? Uh, to my knowledge, I'd never seen him in any of the books I read. Oh, um, the whole thing is he is a son of Senator Rourke. From the first one, illegitimate Spoiler son. Alert. Illegitimate yeah, son. He's a bastard, and uh, he keeps but beating he's not him. Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps beating him in poker games, and you don't and beat the senator. Him. Nope. Despite being warned fifteen times, he kind of had it coming, didn't he? Yeah. Well, I mean, it made sense later in the movie when they revealed that he was the uh, illegitimate son because he was trying to get his attention or something and like show that he was worth something. And it didn't work. And no, it didn't work at all. No, not very well. <laughs> the. Uh, so he ends up beating him real good, gets a lot of money, and then he kind of gets fucked up. Yeah, gets his hands broken with, a, shot with his leg. fingers broken with a pliers pair of pliers and uh, difficult thing to break someone's fingers with, you would think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, typically they just hit your hand with a hammer on, like on something. Like I feel like the pliers is worse. <laughs> well, it takes more effort too. Like hold still. Please hold. St- you're you're fidgeting. You're fidgeting. <laughs> um, I mean, it was an okay story. I feel like the I. Uh oh, it gave a stroke. Was, I felt it was a little pointless. Yeah, yeah, it did seem tacked on. Like, and it had no effect on the rest of the. It had uh, no effect, movie. like on any like. And the climax was pretty weak. Yeah, because so uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt ends up getting. All of his money is taken away. He gets his hand broke and blah, blah, blah. And his one-night girlfriend... Uh, gets her hand... Decapitated. Head chopped yeah, up. Yeah, dismembered. <laughs> so, and then uh, he gets defenestrated. 
<laughs> that's, a, that's a word for being thrown out of a window. And then he goes to a diner, and uh, Lady Gaga is there, and, you know, unexplicably. <laughs> she starts singing paparazzi to him for like five minutes. Uh, gives him a dollar, and with this dollar, he can you know change his whole luck. Because I don't understand why he's so lucky. He's like, because he's a wizard. Is he long shot? Yeah, he's long shot. <laughs> He's that no, lucky bastard. No, he only they only they broke five fingers on his uh, right hand, not not four. Longshot only had four fingers. On oh, his hand. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. And for a, a mullet. Um, so he goes back to the same casino to play Senator Work again. It was a strip club, not a casino. Was it? it was just the same damn strip club where fucking yeah, uh, Nancy every, was working. At. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was just I a, a backroom poker game. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, we could tell. <laughs> so what did you think of the movie, though? Wait, wait, um, which one? <laughs> was this the first one we're talking about? <laughs> so when he went back there, he plays the senator again and ends up beating him. And he's and like, then hey, he, I beat you twice. He's like, hey, I beat you <laughs> twice, so I'm better than you. And then he gets shot in the head. Yeah. Well, no, he's like, oh, oh, I beat you twice, and people are going to tell this story, and you're all embarrassed. I don't think anybody's going to care. It's just like, nobody, nobody gives a shit. Now you're dead. Who honestly, who honestly came out better in that situation? Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the senator, he, he shot him and got to keep all his money. Yeah. Well, he had to spend the money on the bullet. Oh. I mean, I, I understand what they were trying. Oh, and he had to spend the money on canceling his credit cards. And he had to spend the money on dismembering a uh, barmaid. I don't think that cost anything. Really? Well, I've been uh, wasting <laughs> a lot of money over the years. <laughs> But I don't, I mean, I just, like you said, I felt like it was really weak, and I was just kind of like, well, that just felt stupid. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, I could guess, I could understand, like, what they were going for, like, his desperate cry for attention, and uh, the whole nihilistic victory, knowing that even though it wouldn't accomplish anything, but uh, I agree, I just did There was nothing satisfying about no. it. No, not at all. So that was a big... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't terrible, it was just meh. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think the ending kind of ruined it. It could have been much better, especially if it wasn't like, like in, in like the comics at all. <laughs> yeah. By the way, it wasn't the comic. It was? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> I, I, was like, I, I didn't think I, see, I saw you use your phone Googling it or anything like that. So <laughs> um, the, uh, the main story of Dave Nikhil for very long, very hard, very drawn out, <laughs> very throbbing, um, very veiny. Jeff, do you want to talk about this one? <laughs> talk no. about this throbby story. Because like I said, I felt it was very long, and it was really hard for and me. Yeah, the story stars um, Josh Brolin, who was a much older version of uh, the same character played by Clive Owen. Before the facial surgery. Before his 17 different facial surgeries that led him to become Clive Owen. Was it that many? I'm assuming <laughs> I, I had to give him the vocal cord surgery to give him a British accent and like all this other stuff. <laughs> so he's a uh, some kind of like private eye or investigative journalist that takes pictures of people doing things that they shouldn't. Things that what, what how do you describe it? Like um, hot, sweaty things or something like that. Really, <laughs> yeah. It was a very. It, was, it sounded like he was. He had just signed up for a descriptive writing class. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So he's taking pictures of uh, Ray Liotta banging a uh, hooker, and he's apparently like a well-to-do like senator or something. I couldn't. It wasn't a senator. But he's, he's a corrupt politician. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's. And so, uh, as it turns out, he's gonna kill the hooker because he hates his wife so much, and he knows that the wife's gonna get her to testify. 
So he goes bashing through the ceiling and uh, beats the shit out of the politician. And uh, at this point, I realized in the movie, everyone really likes wife beaters in City. Sin City, like, they're... <laughs> Really crisp it's, white uh, wife well, beaters. Wife beaters in any sense of the... If you're past the age of like... <laughs> I got that. Everybody just wears wife beaters, though. It's weird. Especially if they're past the age of 30. They just wear wife beaters instead of going shirtless. I think that's the old school <laughs> film noir kind of... Plus, they don't want to show a bunch of like flabby-ass old actors like <laughs> boobs hanging out. I... Uh, that's, so, that, so, yeah, that's basically the point of the story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of, because the, the... Yeah, so he frees the hooker, and then he goes back to the wife of that corrupt politician, then gets paid for the photographs. Um, it's a good gig. I'd, like, I'd be up for that. <laughs> the main uh, antagonist of you, if you will... As it turns out. If you will. If you will. <laughs> it's not who you think it is. It's Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> Um, what was her name? In his, uh, Ava Green. Ava Green. I can't Green. remember the name of her character. You know, and she came on the screen. No, her s- name was Ava. It was like yeah. Eva Green in real life. Her name was Ava in that. Um, and I can't remember the name of the actress. It was something green. I think it was Eva Green. Something different. When they <laughs> showed her and she left, I t- looked over to Jeff. I said, I don't like her. <laughs> and I was right. She's the best character of the story. I She's like a... Black Widow. Yeah, the the really classic noirish Black Widow temptress, evil, you know, manipulative, ma- manipulative stereotype character. Yeah. <laughs> she basically she manipulates Dwight while while manipulating fifteen other people throughout yeah. the course of the story. <laughs> she manipulates him to basically kill her husband, who is a who she was manipulating at the time. Yeah, and was rich. Yeah, so that way you know she got to keep all the money. Um, and then she manipulates Allstate guy to give her a better deal on her car. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really nice car. It's a Tucker. Uh. <laughs> and throughout this point, you know, he's getting beaten up and thrown through windows and waking Left up. and right, really. Yeah. He, like, he falls on, what, two or three? At least three. At least nine. <laughs> That's one thing I'll say about the, the occupants of Sin City is they can take... A beaten. Oh, yes. They can take a few hundred I bullets. Mean, <laughs> yeah, and keep going. I mean... Well, yeah, what's his name? What was his name? Mamut? Minute? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He got shot, what, nine times at least? There was the first six, and then I think there were a few more. So I think he got... Yeah, I think he got shot ten times. But he's still alive because this story takes place before the events mm-hmm. of... Yeah. This is it's a weird prequel sequel. I think Well, this, the first, like, Sin City, uh, it had the whole, you know, just... You know the jumble timeline because Marv died in the first story, and then he shows up later throughout portions of the movie. And he's basically in this entire movie. Yeah, he basically they're like, oh hey, he's the most popular character. Yeah, so he has a part in. A he actually has the very first story. Actually, the one where they're uh, the yuppies torching winos. The yeah, oh kids. yeah, they introduce him first, I think, don't they? Um, mm-hmm. It's it was him uh, with a monologue. Yeah, oddly enough, the only one he doesn't really have a hand in is. Uh, the senator's son story. Yeah, he was in the bar at the time or something. and So basically the entire movie takes place. It all is a pretty much a prequel then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, well, yeah, I guess. Like the part about torching winos, it was sort of a prequel, like in the comics, because they mentioned torching winos in the first story, uh, the actual Dame to Kill 4 comic, which was different from uh, the Dame to Kill 4 movie story. 
Because a dame to kill for was uh, the prostitute that um, Mickey Rourke's character, Marv, was going to avenge in the uh, first movie, which is really confusing. Wait, what are you saying? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you lost me. In the first movie, uh, Marv's, uh, Mickey Rourke's character, Marv, was going to kill Cardinal Rourke, and the name of the comic was a dame to kill for. Mm. Is that is that right? I'm pretty sure. I thought that was the big I think fat that's right. kill. No, was it, no, or the wait, big no, fat no, kill was the, the prostitute. Yeah. Or the long hard goodbye. Was it the long hard goodbye? I think it was. Oh damn it! <laughs> Cut that. Get so confused. No. <laughs> Forfeit your nerd card. Just leave it. And see if anyone notices. Um, <laughs> but uh, I have to. I I can't not talk about it. I, I just Uh-oh. keep thinking about it. Prostitution. <laughs> So, Josh Brolin's character is eventually going to become Clive Owen's character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that surgery happens in this movie. And it is weird. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks horrible. It doesn't look... Well, I think after this story, he gets more surgeries to become Clive Owen. Oh, let's... Yeah, let's go with that. Because yeah. it looks like they tried to, like, put... They put, like, a wig on him and yeah, did some makeup cool. to try to make him look like... Kind of Clive Owen? It was like... To a, give him a look... It's like if he went like as Clive Owen for Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just with a lot of face putty. Yeah, very distracting and goofy looking, especially the hair. Yes, the hair was really bad. Yeah, like it, you could tell it was a wig, and you could. We do How do you get facial surgery that gives you like, like long eight hair? inches of hair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he has a crew cut throughout yeah. the entire. Gosh, I didn't think about that. He had, he had, he had this movie makes no fucking sense. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say the movie's unrealistic. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean that story was okay. I mean it could have been a little shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I mean yeah. it was uh the things about the first movie that were amped up to eleven, like the noirish elements were just taken to the point of like self parody at this point. Like yeah. yeah, Marv grabbing someone's head and just squishing it like a grape. <laughs> <laughs> like that was and, good. And, like all the scenes with Marv, all of his action scenes were just like. I was just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All those murdering rampage scenes were good. We do get like the, the sequel or continuation, you could say, of Nancy Callahan's story and yes. this. It's kind of peppered throughout, and then you get the ending is her story. Um, she's a little fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> she's a little miffed. Uh, Doesn't adjust well. No, no. She is... Uh, uh, Unlike most strippers, she's actually uh, a little, you know... She's got some emotional problems. <laughs> she's drinking a lot, and then uh, then things take a really weird turn when she like butchers her hair, which isn't so weird. But then when she starts oh. cutting up her face with the mirror, that, yeah. Then I was like, okay. Well, you could tell she was something was wrong the whole time because uh, Bruce Willis was haunting her. So. <laughs> yeah, it was like Sixth Sense style. The spirit of hey. Bruce Willis. <laughs> I mean, if I kept seeing Bruce Willis everywhere. I'd I would probably, just be like, oh, hey, Bruce Willis. <laughs> I'd probably hack my face Loved up. you in Hudson Hawk. <laughs> Love Hudson Hawk. <laughs> it's a good movie. Um, At least I think it's been like 15 years. Well, you know, tastes don't change. <laughs> uh, what else happened in this joyous event of a movie? Uh, Powers Booth was still in it. He was in a lot. He had more screen time. He had a way more screen time than in the uh, first one. And uh, he, he's great as ever. Um... And my other issue with this movie is kind of the same I have with the first one, but not as much. 
And kind of the same I have with like the Dark Knight Returns is I always feel like when you directly edit do a do a direct adaptation of Frank Miller's writing, mm-hmm. it comes off at times very clunky and unnatural because people don't speak like that. <laughs> you know, they don't speak in big descriptive monologues. Yeah, and, and I know that's the, supposed to be the tone of the story. In this know. one, the uh, flaws of doing that were much more apparent than in the first Sin City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Once again, I think it's probably because it's not new. Yeah, well, I mean, um, I just think it was, uh, yeah, there was the two big things dragging this movie down. We had seen the biggest surprises and best aspects of it in the first movie, and it had gotten bogged down by a lot of time and worse directing and editing and a lot of the actors from the first one being fucking dead. And not coming, <laughs> or someone just not coming back. Yeah. Which, that's always the gamble you run when you try to do a sequel 10 years after mm-hmm. your original is you lose, you have people that have lost interest. They do it all the time. It's like, oh, let's do a Dumb and Dumber sequel 20 years later. <laughs> but does anybody well, want to see it? Well, shit, my career is yeah. going down the tubes. All right. But did anybody want to see it at that point? Like, um, I, would, no. I saw it, and it was garbage. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it would be good, to be honest. But, uh, but like, if, if they would have made this sequel, like, 2007... I would have... Uh, well, that's what I wonder. Like, would it have been a lot better? I think so. But still, I think the, the biggest problem was that they used all the best stories for the first movie. Yeah. I agree. So, Most interesting and, like, the... Yeah. I mean, there were still good stories in the Sin City comics. Yeah. How many books were there? I think we asked this last time. Yeah. Around did. 10, maybe? Uh, 25,000? 25,000. 25,000 <laughs> books. Can, yeah, it's still going on to this day. They, they issue 100 every day. <laughs> the, uh, the entire time we were sitting there watching it, like when the first part started, and the, it was like you said, it was Marv's introduction, mm-hmm. I was thinking, I was like, okay, this doesn't seem so bad. I might actually need to pick this up because they usually have it for like five, six bucks on mm-hmm. Blu-ray. And then like it, the movie kept going on and I kept going back and forth. I was like, maybe, no, <laughs> maybe, no. I don't think so. It did have a lot of nudity. Like well, more was so the, the same the nudity one. over and over, though. Hell yeah. <laughs> she looked good. <laughs> the same Jeff nude was actress. a fan. I'm a big fan. I loved her character. She was just such a hilarious, like, stereotypical archetype. Like, what, was I the, realized, uh, what was the actress's name that played her? Eva Green? Or I know her <laughs> name in the movie was Ava, and her last name is Green, but I keep getting her first name mixed up. It is Eva Green. Yay! Hmm. Good job on your part, Jeff. Thanks. Doing your homework. I looked up a lot of pictures of her for research. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I'm glad I passed on yeah. seeing it in theater. Well, I mean, I saw it in the theater. And I wasn't disappointed. Well, I was disappointed because I uh, was hoping it would be like, well, I, would, I wouldn't say it's a worthy sequel, but I'm not going to say, you know, oh, God, they should have just never made it in the first place because... At least I was entertained. I, yeah, you know definitely. what? I am glad that we did get the sequel, so we can stop wondering yeah, uh, when they're going to do it. You know, uh-huh. God, if they had only made a Sin City sequel, you know, now we got it. Uh, I really don't care if they never make another one. Yeah, I wish they'd make that. an animated movie. I think that'd be perfect for that. Would the be Sin cool. Universe. Yeah, get Todd McFarlane to animate it. Yeah, I'd be on board with that. Oh yeah, straight some straight to DVD animation. Yeah, absolutely. Or Blu-ray, the superior format. <laughs> You know what the fuck I meant. <laughs> You're living in the past, old man. Don't get technical with me. <laughs> well, Tony's not here. We got to do it. It's true. 
Gotta bring up Blu-ray. It's a good <laughs> format. No, soon gotta gonna be, bring up Blu-ray. <laughs> it's gonna be 4K. <laughs> oh god, that's too newfangled for me. I don't know. I, you know what? I've put way too much time and money into my movie collection. I'm, I don't even have like five Blu-rays in my. I'm not. <laughs> I don't even have a Blu-ray player. <laughs> I have a PS3 that I bought used. It can play Blu-rays, so I do technically have a Blu-ray player. <laughs> you know, there's there's other things I want to do. Then go See and the buy Grand Canyon. another format of go hang movies gliding. I already own. DVD or Blu-ray looks fine. My favorite format is online. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, Sin City, A Dame to Kill For, I'm glad I watched it. Mm-hmm. I don't intend to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was thoroughly entertaining. Yeah, so. I mean, uh, I was willing to watch it here without being like, "Oh God, I gotta watch this again." If you're <laughs> if you're a fan of the first one and you still haven't seen it and you're on the fence, I say watch it. At but least don't you have, have any. Don't expect to be as good as the first. Yeah, no, but don't all. expect it to be utter garbage. You get a lot of the same, and also you do get that kind of conclusion of the Nancy Callahan story. Yep. And it's uh, it is still a visual feast. Like, it is. Uh, it's beautiful, vibrant. Even more ridiculous and off the wall with the violence, like mm-hmm. but, defying uh, the laws of physics, really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they definitely. That's one thing. Like they parodied themselves. Like the, it was almost watching like uh, Sin City and like mixed with Spy Kids or something. Like <laughs> it was just Good combo. Yeah, I mean, like it was just Robert Urge is like, oh, whatever. You know, I I did. It was like he was still high off of making machete or something when he <laughs> made it. I don't, I don't understand what he was going for, but it was, it was a good watch. On a scale of one to ten, I would give it a, I'd give it a seven. Really? I'd say so. I, I liked it better than I liked uh, BVS, which I gave a six point five. You're gonna be, uh, you're way more generous than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I was actually thinking of it when I was watching, and I would, I would probably give it. A four. Oh, four. Wow. So you liked it that much worse than uh, BVS. Yeah. I mean, I just, when, when I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm, when I'm looking at it and to see how much time's left, <laughs> that's not a good sign. I did do that about five times during BVS. You know, that's, uh, that's not a good sign of a movie that's keeping your interest. Mm-hmm. You know, and especially too, like you said, I was sitting there, I was like, oh my God, there's a half hour left. <laughs> I was like, shit. But yeah, I, eh, I, I probably like I said, I won't be buying it. I will probably won't actively seek out to watch it again. You will. No, I won't. <laughs> you will. Okay, I will. <laughs> you will if people threaten you. <laughs> what about you, Eric? I almost called you Jeff. You no, he's he's over there. <laughs> um, I'll I'll give it a, a six point five out of nine point nine. <laughs> that about makes us even, I think. Just about, I think. <laughs> I don't even know what kind of rating. It, it was, uh, I mean, it's definitely watchable. I was entertained, but I mean, I, I won't watch it ever again. <laughs> Unless, like, that's the last movie left on Earth after <laughs> the world goes up. Then I'll, I'll, I'll definitely probably watch it. I do say I'd give no it electricity. a... <laughs> I'd give it a much higher rating if I'd, if it was, like, the first Sin City movie. Like, if we had never known about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. You don't think it diminishes the first one in any aspect? Mm, I don't think so. No. Like, uh, any more so than any other sequel. Like, people don't say that 
Oh, here I go again, referencing Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> Jaws the Revenge or Jaws 3D, you know, or messed we, up the first Jaws. Or, or the Return of Jafar. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But no, you know, like, uh, AVP didn't ruin, you know, the first Alien for anyone, I'm assuming. Hopefully not. <laughs> Sometimes, well, there's... It ruined the video game, though. It did. That was a, that was a really hard video game, too. I don't really remember. It was, oh, God. I, I uh, needed a game genie for that. <laughs> Slightly off topic, but kind of not like. Is this about aliens? No, uh-huh. I was, uh, and I still, am, I, I really like the first Sin City movie, mm-hmm. and that's another movie that came out and it had a sequel years after it probably should have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then everybody I knew that seen it, seen the sequel, said it was fucking garbage. I didn't think it was garbage, and I know I remember one. I can't remember who it was saying that like it seriously made him question. If the first one was actually really a good movie. Uh, Star Wars Syndrome, yes. Oh. You're like, is that actually, was the first one good? Or what is it I guess if it, if it had been that long since you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I would have questioned too, but. I mean, I haven't watched the first in uh, Silent Hill in a while, but if I went back and watched it, I, I would assume I still enjoyed it. There's still some really awesome parts. I enjoyed Silent Hill a lot. Pyramid Head, which you. Rips off the skin of the one girl and I'd throws give, it at the door. <laughs> I'd give Silent Hill the same rating I gave Sin City 2, probably, around there. Good talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, they need to have a uh, Marv Pyramid Head team-up movie. I would watch that. Fanfic? Hell yeah, where they're just constantly getting hit by cars and they fly through the windshield and throw <laughs> them all out. <laughs> And then it concludes in hot sex. Hell yeah. Hot <laughs> slamming sex. <laughs> I think that's a good spot to end it. <laughs> With uh, Mickey Rourke's uh, giant lips all over Pyramid Head. His big old, old injected lips. What a bizarre looking man. Yeah, he looks uh, weirder without the makeup, actually. I thought he looked more normal in this than he yeah, did. Yeah, in real life. Yeah. Or him in uh, Iron Man 2. Oh, or The Wrestler. Yep. Oh, he, he did look like an ex-wrestler in that yeah. movie. Yeah, very much so. Randy the Ram. Did you ever hey. hear the rumors that Hulk Hogan said he was originally approached to play that role? I would have watched that. The director has, <laughs> the, the director has since debunked that and said that that was never even <laughs> an option. I don't understand why people would think that. Well, I can understand because it's a rumor, and you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think that'll do it for this edition of Kapowcast. Mm-hmm. Uh Hopefully we have another episode next week. Oh, we forgot to reference there were uh, portraits of uh, oh. Powers Booth's son all through his mansion, but there weren't re- pictures of him when he was a normal human. It was him after his weird treatments that turned him into like a yellow Elmer Fudd. That's yeah. how I want to remember somebody. <laughs> we really should have taken pictures of him before the treatment. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the funniest part of the movie. Just was all pictures Which is of saying his, a lot. Portraits on the walls of just... Yellow Elmer Fudd. <laughs> and then, like, pictures of him next to it looking angry with an American flag <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Goodness gracious. See, that's oh. stuff like stuff like that makes me not hate the movie. Yeah. And that's another thing we talk, We tried to discuss. Uh, where does Sin City take place? Like, what? Well, it's always really hot, and it's rainy, and it's they got palm trees. So I'm guessing... California? Ecuador. <laughs> but it's full of white people, though. Um... And, they were all, and there's a hooker there, section. There were Confederates that fled after the end of uh, the Civil War, and then after World War II, a bunch oh, yeah. of Nazis fled there into yeah. South America. That's true. Look it wow. up. So it takes place in 
Nazi South America. Yep. <laughs> We've all been there. It does make sense. There are a lot of Nazis in... That's true. That's why there's all the, the swastika yep. stars. I think we're onto something. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Nazis and hookers. That's right. And, yeah. And they all speak uh, fluent English, you know. <laughs> With no German accent. It does all. explain the uh, classic cars and... Uh, all the prostitutes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're stretching now. Oh, I'm going to be stretching. All right. <laughs> all right. And on that note. Yes. I think we will wrap this edition up. Uh, don't forget to check us out every Sunday on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network. Also, you can find us over on SoundCloud. You can find us on Google Play, uh, Stitcher Radio. We just started up on there, uh, which is a great app for your phone. You can just stream us right from your phone. Is awesome. Uh, what else? You can look us up on Facebook, Kapowcast2015, Twitter at Kapowcast, uh, and we have an Instagram, which is just Kapowcast. Uh, we got to stop getting so many accounts. This is getting harder and harder. I'm going to have to write it down. <laughs> and you can call Mike at uh, 734. You can also mail him at... Uh... Whatever this address is. <laughs> I got it. Don't worry. Hold on. I got it on my phone. <laughs> Until next week, I'm Mike. I am Jeff. I am Eric. (laughs) Think it through. And we'll see you next time on the Kapowcast.